So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy, y'all. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that won't have no trouble. <laughs> That's just using an English accent for speaking more slowly. <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the bolshy bodyguard of F1 podcasts. No, sorry. No, you can't no, do that. Okay, you can't do that. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the shit question of F1 podcasts. Chica, could you do as a freestyle rap? Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the Michael Andretti of F1 podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Andretti, and I don't feel like I failed in Formula One enough. <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, spinning around aimlessly like Kimi Raikkonen since 2015. Actually, I still contend he didn't come back after COVID. It's just a stand-in. I'm Chikarez, and I'm the rootinous, tootinous podcast host this side of whatever river flows through Texas. Yeehaw! Today from our home ranches, we're going to talk about the US Grand Prix when there was a great fight for the win, some crazy celebs and a distinct lack of women's rights. Although that is becoming a theme for F1 these days. That is all to come. Joining me is a motoring journalist who has been treating himself. It is Phil Tromans. Oh, what you got, Phil? Well, it's it's difficult times these days, isn't it? You know, we've been going through a lot over the past 18 months or so, and I figured sometimes, sometimes you just have to live your best life. Uh, and I... Did you buy a car? I didn't buy a car. No, it's, it, some would say it's even better than that. I decided that I was fed up of just being a boring, stuck-at-home, middle-aged man, so I decided to reclaim some of the fire of life. So I've bought myself some very expensive slippers. How expensive is very well, expensive? Well, to give people an idea um, of how expensive they are. Well, where are they from? They're from a, a little-known company. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're called the... Called, I saw called, you coming. Yeah. <laughs> they're called the North Face. You probably haven't heard of them. Oh, my they, God. That's not slippers, mate. That's... Uh, they're, uh, they're, no, they're, they're, well, actually, in fairness, they are, I believe, camping booties. Did you get a free gilet with them? <laughs> I didn't, but I do believe that I could climb to Everest Base Camp if I wanted to. And alongside him is a man who went to see some porn. It is Terry Saunders. Must, that's not news, is it? No, I went to see some porn, as in I went to a place to watch oh. porn, not just watching it in the comfort of my own home. You know, like we've all been like stuck in lockdown watching porn on streaming services <laughs> and now that things are open again, I thought it was time to go to the cinema. So I went to the Berlin Porn Festival. Wow. 
opening and watched the opening film at a cinema with like 400 people. Dare, dare which I ask was, what was opening? Well, it was a Russian film called Outlaw. Of course it was. And it started off quite pornographic and I suddenly felt a bit awkward that, I mean, a cinema, you know, <laughs> don't touch a popcorn <laughs> after that, I tell you. And um, honestly, the film got much less pornographic to the point that it was actually a bit of a letdown. But the point of the anecdote isn't the porn. It was when I came out... Pardon? But, sorry. But when I came out of the, of the screening, there was another queue for the next screening. And um, guess who I bumped into in that queue? Uh, was it your ex-girlfriend? It was the Russian. No! <laughs> I didn't see the Russian form. How Berlin is I this? I think we you never go? explained how you met her, so... Russian porn. porn. No, no. Okay. Did you speak? Um, yeah, so... We did have oh an awkward conversation. So awkward. All places to be your so ex. So awkward. Because she, she's like, oh, did you just watch the porn film? And I'm like, yeah, did you? You got into the porn film? <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is like when I saw my ex when we went to the uh, the British Podcast Awards. Almost identical. It is identical, except there was no erect penises <laughs> on the show, as far as I remember. <laughs> well, you didn't get to go backstage afterwards. So, yeah, that was that. Chica, what have you been up to? I don't even want to know what well, you've been up to now. But tell us yeah, anyway. Terry's a tame compared to mine. Well, mine, mine filthy. At the weekend. Yeah, my new film premiere <laughs> in Germany. Uh, I decided to make some new friends at the weekend. My new work friends, they have a cycling club. And yeah, yeah. and so they were going to cycle across London and then cycle round Richmond Park. I couldn't be bothered to cycle across London, so I joined them in Richmond Park and cycle around it. In an Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, on, do you know what? On a, on a do you know what? With a it wasn't. It wasn't far off that. I joined them. We did one lap of Richmond Park, and then they said, "Let's do another lap." And I was like, "Do you know what? Sorry, I've done one. I can't be bothered um, to do another one." But um, two of us sat and had a cup of tea while everyone else did another lap. And I was chatting to this guy, lovely guy, and another friend um, came over. Uh, an old friend came over and said, "Hi." How are you chatting with me? And I was like, I'm going to introduce him. And I was like, uh, Tom, this is my my new friend. His name's Callum. Callum, this is Tom. Um, and Callum was like, no. I'm I'm Connor. Tremendous. <laughs> 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 and Tom said, my name's Brian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here comes Listener's Corner, which was actually modelled on maggots and beckets at Silverstone, you know. Now, if there's one thing that the Americans know how to do, it's put on a show. Whether that show is any good or not is another question, of course. Anthony Bishop says, I think the state of F1 should be dedicated to why scantily clad cheerleaders are not grid girls. Tom Murray says, I don't care what you tweet during the race. The Star Spangled Banner is an absolute tune and the Dutch national anthem sounds like a Christmas carol. Charles Moussard says, just remember next year we will have twice this amount of off-track shenanigans. Fire-breathing octopus. When they drive around a Miami car park. Jason Riddle says, the race was okay at best. Everything surrounding the race was a clown show. I like a clown show. I also think um, that if I'd have read Anthony, your comment, I would have done the State of F1 about that, but I only just read it. That's a good idea. Better than the one that you will be listening to in about half an hour. Um... <laughs> Tom Murray, the Star Spangled Banner is a fucking terrible tune and I will die on that hill. It's all right. It's not It's not the absolute best national anthem, but it's far from the worst. 
It's no Russian national anthem, which is still I the best. I bloody love anthem. the Italian one's pretty good. Russian. Well. <gasps> Didn't talk about the Russians in front of Terry. Did you see the fire breathing octopus? I felt like no. I was taking crazy pills because there was an above, there was a shot. There was literally, I would say, probably 15 to 20 foot metal octopus breathing fire at the side of the track and the camera sort of panned over it from the helicopter and no, none of the commentators even mentioned it. But this is the problem, is that they, they do something like that and then they don't use it in the race. They should be <laughs> deploying the fire-breathing octopus on lap that. 40. It's time for the fire-breathing <laughs> octopus and, and all the scantily Chad cheerleaders. Scantily Chad? <laughs> scantily <laughs> All the all cheerleaders <laughs> called Chad, <laughs> they're all incels. And... Um, they all go out and they get burnt to a crisp because it's demeaning for women to wear cheerleading <laughs> so, so they die. <laughs> so they have to die to prove a point. How else will they learn? It's like burning <laughs> bras, but it's burning all of it. <laughs> yes, it was a bit odd. And what was that fucking car that Shaq turned up in at the end? Absolute shitbox that he just rocked up in for no discernible reason. That was his own car. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, he's done He'd been trying time. to park for the whole race. <laughs> and he was like, I'm late. <laughs> Within the non-race spectacle of the US Grand Prix was the return of Martin Brundle's gridwalk, where he blunders up and down the grid, asking silly questions to celebrities who we largely haven't heard of. But at Austin, Martin was shunned by a tennis player and a rapster. The public were not happy. Ernst here says, why does Serena Williams feel she can snub a fellow athlete like Martin Brundle again? Adam Stubb says, pointless shots of apparent celebrities in garages during the race. Stop it. Nobody cares. Ian Rickard says, can I ask Terry to do a rap? And before you say I can't, I just did. I will not be Ooh, rapping. Ooh, Ian, sorry. Have another drink. I won't be rapping because I'm napping. Good. Serena Williams does feel, thinks that Martin Brundle's crapping. <laughs> okay. Good. Well, that was... I went to some porn and there was some yeah. fapping. Okay. okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see where this is going now, yeah. Lewis Hamilton has been lapping. I'm going to I'm gonna put this out there. I don't think Martin Brundle's grid walk is very good and I didn't On the upper ground there. line, there is whopping. <laughs> it's pronounced whapping. <laughs> so, the reason why Martin Brundle got snubbed by Serena Williams is because, let's face it, if you don't know who he is, he looks like some kind of cab driver. <laughs> With his gold fucking jewellery, you'd be like, all right, mini cab, Serena, mini cab, I'll give you a good deal, Serena. <laughs> so when you come out of a club, it'd just be Martin Brundle going, hey, mini cab, mini cab. Pack him £25. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that Uber. <laughs> Do, am, I, am I mentioning the, the halcyon days of Martin's Gridwall when he'd actually talk to mostly drivers and engineers and give us a genuine insight? Now it's just like, oh, celebrity I haven't heard of. Do you like mm. cake? It's well, like, it's like the monster. It's the monster that feeding its own tail. There's a there's a simile in there somewhere. But it used to be he talked to the drivers. He knew the drivers. Then he would be hilariously inept at talking to celebrities because he's talking to drivers. That would itself become charming. And then PR people go, oh, let's get him talk. Let's get our person talking to to Martin. And then it's become this kind of self fulfilling prophecy where suddenly he is now trying to actively check celebrities who don't want him there. My favourite thing, that's not the grid walk actually, is when, what's his name, the, the main presenter, was it Tim, Tim Allen or something? Tim Allen? <laughs> Tim Lovejoy. I don't know. What's his like name? Simon, 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 Simon Hughes. Simon George Lazenby. Yeah. He 
does this thing where they're interviewing someone that like someone comes along and it's like a footballer or a rapper and he's obviously been briefed who it is and he does the most unconvincing oh and now we're oh and now we got phil drowens here this has been <laughs> said into my ear oh phil i'm a big fan of your work and i understand that you're going to be doing a football rap concert tonight aren't you yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, that's right, Simon. I'm going to be reviewing the latest Toyota Yaris uh, live on stage. <laughs> I just I just think the whole thing, like, Brundle's questions are shite, unless it's to actual racing people. The celebrities clearly don't want to be there and speak to anyone half the time, apart from Ben Stiller, who really did want to be there. But they don't have anything interesting to say. What's the, what's the point? What's the mm. point? I quite like Ben Stiller because he was wearing big glasses and a mask, and I wasn't entirely sure it was Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was Kimmy Riken. <laughs> Maybe that's it. He's like, it's like murderers who return to the scene of the crime and crowd around while everyone's staring at the body. It's just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Riken has just turned up on the grid. Going, oh wow, Riken is doing a good job, isn't he? What a guy. I love him. So now in internet beef news, apparently someone has been having a go at us. Another podcast called Missed Apex. Abe Berman on Twitter says... Wow, the gloves are coming off. Spanners with some at for F1 sake slander. What, what did happened he say? here? I didn't hear it. Did you not I'm listen not, to I'm it? Not, I'm not listening to that. I've, I haven't heard it. I was hoping one of you would have listened to it. Oh, no, I never listened to it. Oh, well, moving on. Okay. In other news, is one of the biggest names in American F1 history about to return to the sport? No. Despite being linked with a takeover of the Sauber team, the Andretti family has apparently decided not to go ahead with the deal because Sauber wanted too much cash. Word on the street was that Andretti Autosport, run by former F1 also ran, Michael Andretti, was keen to get back into the sport, with IndyCar hotshot Colton Herter tipped for a seat. But it's not happening now, sorry. However... There is some American driver news in the F3 driver Logan Sargent has joined Williams' young driver programme. So that is good. What does this mean for the Alfa Romeo lineup next year? I fucking hate Michael Andretti. Like, <laughs> just because... So if I can get Michael Andretti's his story right. So he's the grandson of Mario Andretti. No, I think the good he's, Andretti. The, he's the... Son, isn't he? There's, oh, another, he the there's another one who's the grandson who I think was in some American series. Oh, the grandson's all right. It's the son who shit. Michael wasn't very good. He, he was in a he, he drove for he McLaren. Drove from, yeah, McLaren in the early he was, 90s. He was absolutely woeful. Then I think he went back to Indy and wasn't great. It seems as anyone can win in it. Look at Grosjean. Anyone can fucking win in Indy. And he's got the Andretti name. And it, I, I don't think he ever won the Indy 500. I think he's like the one Andretti where they're like, you know, he's like the Eric Trump of Andretti. Yeah, he's the Wilson Fittipaldi. And then he says, oh, I'm going to buy a Formula One team with this illustrious name Andretti. But it's like, it's illustrious in terms of your dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turns out he hasn't got enough money, which is, yeah. if anything, that's such a rich son thing to do. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure my dad will give me some money. Dad, I need another couple of million. What? Oh, I'm not bailing him out to buy any more F1 teams, son. <laughs> oh, if only Mario Andretti was northern. <laughs> Mario Andretti, and I'll tell you what. I'm the Formula One World Championship. In my day, I won the races with that fucking car. (laughs) (laughs) We used to have to get up at four in the morning and make our own car out of coal. (laughs) We used to mine the tyres. And you tell the young drivers at the academy now, they won't believe you. Um, Yeah, I mean, that was. As for who's going to be at Alpha next year, yeah, the, the sort of the hot tip was that. 
they were going to buy it and it was going to be Bottas and Colton Herter. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously that's not happening now. And I think there's some issue with super license points with IndyCar drivers anyway that meant it probably wouldn't happen anyway. <laughs> but you know who it's going to be? Who? Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> he would never die. He'll never leave. Well, I I thought that it had been pretty much settled, although I had nothing to back this up. I just kind of assumed that it had been settled that Germanazzi was staying on because uh, assuming it stays at Alfa Romeo, he's Italian. They want an Italian in the team. But it seems that apparently, no, Germanazzi is going to be out on his ear. And apparently so. I'm hearing Guangyu Zhu, and I apologise for mangling his name, who is an F2 driver, Chinese F2 driver, who is Ooh. not bad. I don't think he's future world championship, but I think he's all right. And obviously, Chinese market, quite important. Could be him. Could be. We will find out. But uh, the other news about Logan Sargent, he is one of the few up-and-coming American drivers that AI heard of. These names feel very made up. Cotter Logan Colton. 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 Sorry. It's because Sorry, Callum, is it? Young young people's names these days are all quite... Quite. There's a lot. There's a lot of young people with names. I'm like, oh, that's a name now. Um, but Logan Sargent. What's your, actually what's watched... your called again? Brian. <laughs> um, Brian May. <laughs> um, Logan Sargent. I've watched a couple of their three races, and Logan Sargent actually looks pretty pretty decent. So that's he might get a couple of free practice two sessions or something. Is he played by Brian Cox in Succession? That's not really a joke. It's called Logan, uh, no. isn't it? It's great. You mean the anyway. Northern Scientist? Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, staying with American news, Daniel Ricciardo won the hearts of American rednecks by taking the Chevrolet of NASCAR legend Dale Earnhardt for a spin before Sunday's race. The drive was the result of a bet between Danny Rick and McLaren boss Zach Brown, who owns the car. And after the Honey Badger's win in Monza, it was wheeled out for him to thrash around the circuit of the Americas. Zach also got a tattoo of the Monza circuit, which is more than Cyril Abitable ever did. This was the big news of pre-race, was that Cyril Abitable has not got the tattoo that we were all obsessed with for a week and then forgot about. Yeah, because Renault Renault fired him. I'm not surprised. Do you think they fired him because he didn't get the tattoo? No, he would look. They won the race after he'd gone, right? No, they, I can't remember. No, there was a, there, was it even the one the race? I can't remember what the deal was. Was he had to win a race or get a podium or something? I, can't I was even a podium. Remember, it was a no. Team I remember. It was a season look, it was, ago. No, that was it. it. That was it. That was it. Jody and Palmer did a really good video about it or something. Anyway, um, <laughs> so he said, "If we get a podium, I'll get a tattoo." So then they got a podium. There was a lot of talk if he was going to get a tattoo, and then Renault fired him. And sorry, if I was going to get a joke tattoo for my job, and then my job <laughs> fired me, I would not get that fucking tattoo. I am. As the only tattooed person on the panel tonight, as far as I know, no, good. Um, then I completely agree with him not getting the tattoo. All right, fine. Well, and also a tattoo of a circuit is so fucking lame. And I saw old Zach Brown's one, and it's just what, lame. Remind me what your wrist tattoo is. Mm. Yeah, it's it's not a circuit, is it? It's, no, it's, it's not. It's a zebra crossing. No, no it's, it's the, the censored <laughs> version of the Marlboro logo. Okay. It's not the set. It's, it's inspired by the censored version of the Marlboro logo. I think we've been through this. And I've got a better tattoo now. I've got a better one on this. Look, I've got cats. You've got an upside down there's, cat's ass. There's a, a cat's yeah. ass. Lovely. Yeah. Which is based on the camel logo of Senna's <laughs> Lotus. <laughs> is that a shit tattooist? <laughs> okay, okay. 
by moving slightly south in the Americas, Mexican IndyCar driver Pato O'Ward is getting a McLaren F1 test in Abu Dhabi at the end of the season. Pato, who we should be calling Pato Banton from now, is a salute to one of Birmingham's finest reggae singers, was runner-up in the IndyCar season and drivers for the Arrow McLaren SP team, and he's got his eye on a future F1 drive. Apparently, he's pretty decent, and he's got a very Mexican surname. But what was what did Pato Banton sing? Is it Baby Come Back? Was that him? Well, I like that song, so I hope he'll do I good. I think if he turns up in Abu Dhabi and sings that song, he is nailed in to replace Ricardo if he doesn't yep. get his arse in gear for the rest of the season. And finally, the 2022 calendar of races has been released. There will be 23 of them. China's out, Imola's in, as is Miami. Thoughts? I thought you said the calendar of racists. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Ta-da! Which is a calendar that I would like. Oh, it's <laughs> July, Adolf. <laughs> Maybe the calendar of races should be a, an actual calendar, which means they can only have 12 races. That's true. Unless they unless they decide that they're going to have a page for a week or something like that. Oh, no, what have I started? 52 races a year. Well, they just have oh. two at each track. I'm, I'm actually okay with that. If they get them out of the way, they, look, they can just do like 10 in a week. You know, like Countdown or something, they they actually record like five episodes in a day <laughs> and then they, they play them out on the telly. Oh, God, is F1 coming like Countdown? Yeah, I think that'd be better. Look, look, if we just all give up like a day to watch five races, mm. but then another day to do five podcasts, we don't have to bother meeting for like three months. I'd like to wait for eight out of ten cats does F1. Tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at for F1's sake or find us on Facebook where we're for F1's sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. Alternatively, if you think we're right, you clearly have some podcast version of Stockholm Syndrome. But let's take you to the next level and buy us a beer. And that's what these people did. Joshua Parker, who says, qualifying abortion joke on Twitter and a well-deserved pint. Thanks, Josh. Somebody liked it. It was a good joke, and I would like to take full credit for it. But, (laughs) alas, I can't, because it wasn't my joke. So, Chica, well done on the joke. Sorry, (laughs) Bill, take a a bow, because there's a sniper. (laughs) I was was a bit worried about it when we started getting an awful lot of abusive messages from people who didn't realise that it was biting satire and thought I was genuinely uh, mocking the abortion laws of Texas, which are bullshit, by the way. Um, but How yeah, dare you? Two and a half thousand people liked it, so can't, can't be yeah. too bad. And thanks for the pint, Josh. Much appreciated. Makes it all worthwhile. But not, not, to, not to make it all about me, but I did a tweet that I think got six likes on Sunday, so come on. Oh, well you, Josh? Well, at least down. being in difficulty or whatever it was. <laughs> that only got two. So, um, so Josh, I just yeah, feel you get most of that pint, but you know the bits you drop on the on the way to the table. You can have to drink. That's for me. Yeah, thanks. Oh, that's nice. Oh, and teamwork. Brian Gerald's. That's a good Gerald's. name. Gerald's. I've never heard of the surname Gerald's before. I like that. Gerald's, you're in perils. Mm, you're wearing uh, slippers. Terry the Stallion mm. there. Yeah. And to our monthly donors keeping us in beer all year long, this week we are going to celebrate Keith Falconer, Jenny and Ralph Brynard, Bryce Davies, Jason R. Bradley, Paul Hinton and Liam O'Neill. And if you you enjoy what we do, whatever that is, tell us by going to ff1s.com forward slash pint pint pint. Right, I'm going to go and use the little boys' room. So uh, turn your turn your monitors off.
Okay, so in the meantime, this episode of For F1's Sake is supported by NordVPN. Phil, Phil, what is a VPN? A VPN, which basically is a thing that lets you fool the internet into thinking you're somewhere other than you actually are. So if you want to watch Netflix from North America, but you're in Europe, you can do that. And it's also good for safety, uh, because it means that the baddies can't hack into your computer by rerouting their encryptions through the mainframe. NordVPN allows you to access TV shows, news websites, sports and movies from over 59 different countries by changing your virtual location. You can even pay for streaming platforms at a lower price than the one at home. Plus, it is great for using on public Wi-Fi systems like in airports and cafes to keep your data and email secure. And the great thing about NordVPN in particular is that it does this without slowing down your connection. Just switch it on and away you go. Head to nordvpn.com forward slash FF1S or use the code FF1S to get 73% off your two-year plan plus four bonus months for free. Be quick though, because this offer is for a limited time only. That is nordvpn.com forward slash FF1S. I have pissed. Yay! And now time for the teams. Let's start with Mercedes. Mercedes were confident until the end, even though Wolf felt the need to pop on the radio to remind Hamilton that the aim of the game was to win the race. Unfortunately, he couldn't. If Mercedes had tried a different strategy, could Hamilton have caught up or stayed ahead? I don't think there's much else they could have done, really. I mean, it seemed you know that what? Hamilton was driving pretty well, but the Red Bull was quicker. Because the race was on quite late, and in Berlin it's a whole hour later, I think that the ending was on at about like getting on for midnight, and I was quite tired. I've been had quite a busy weekend. And I think I dozed off with about five laps left, and I was convinced, because it, it felt quite inevitable that Hamilton was going to reel in Verstappen and overtake him. And I kind of fell asleep, and I woke up a couple of hours later with like the laptop still blaring, and then really just thought Hamilton had won until the next day <laughs> when I kind of read the news and went, oh... Did I dream? <laughs> Did I have a dream that Hamilton won the race? You had a dream that aerodynamics weren't as hindering as they have been forever in F1, or at least in recent years. Oh, uh, in my dream world, there's no aerodynamics. Everything's just an oh, amorphous blob. Oh, it sounds amazing. Oneness. That's what 2022 will be like. All the drivers just lie in a paddling pool together. Wait. Naked. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not in the cinema this... now. <laughs> and we decide we decide the winner by okay. who comes Let's... last. Oh. <laughs> Oh, which would be Raikkonen because he wouldn't be able to get up because he's old. Next, <laughs> Bottas, how is he on his sixth engine? He is. He's just been he, he has had more when... engines this season than we have had beers so far in this episode, which is impressive. You know when you're working out, you you notice in a job, you just don't give a shit. You know you're stealing stuff. He's just nicking yeah. engines. <laughs> he's going in and he's like, oh, I'm just going to head off early. I'm so. Do you want to your bag there, Valtteri? No, 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 it's fine. I got it. I got it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Engines and paper clips and yeah, yeah. sharpies. Bottas started quite far down because of the engine. And I thought he'd do slightly better than he did. He was sixth, I think. And he only started, what, eighth or ninth, something like that. So it's not like he had loads of places to make up. And he's got a Mercedes. And it was no I way. mean, we're... We're lucky he's not been in a position yet where he could really help Hamilton because I don't think he'd do it. 
Well, he, or, he, actually, I, well, he, he was, would be able to do it. He was in yeah. that race a couple of races ago, and it's basically his only job was to protect Hamilton from Stafford, and he might as well have just waved him through. Yeah, he just went on the hard shoulder and was like, <laughs> oh, go on. <laughs> would you, though, if you were Toto Wolff, would you bribe Bottas with a Mercedes drive next year to get him to do your your way? That's, I mean, obviously, you wouldn't give him the drive, but you'd tell him. It's not, it's not that important. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Red Bull. Verstappen cracked the undercut. Mercedes couldn't catch up with him on the Mercedes track. And not only that, he started telling his team what to do with the strategy. Oh, and he's the most popular driver, apparently. Do you think his dad is proud? No. no. I think his dad's getting quite jealous. <laughs> it must be quite disheartening to see that your son has just swanned into the sport that you literally gave some of your skin for. And has been way better than you at it. But also just such a prick. Did you hear going on about Netflix this week? Go, oh, I don't want to do Netflix. It's all false, all fake, isn't it, Netflix? Why? Because they make you look like a prick. <laughs> Satire. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He's going to win the championship. And I th- I I'm just starting to think that that might be the turning point. It's now, what, 12 points, which is not loads. And, you know, one one slight turnaround and it can turn around. Well, it, that was a terrible sentence. But mm-hmm. I'm just starting But we've to got think, two yeah, Red Bull tracks. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it's uh, unless his engine goes and he has a retirement, I think it's we're pretty much quids in there, which is just... I, I think don't, it's, I don't know it's how Red Bulls to lose now. For the driver's yeah, title, I, for, the, for the team's title, Mercedes going to get it, but... I just don't know how I feel because I, I like Lewis Hamilton these days, but I am kind of bored of him winning and it is better for the sport if someone else wins. But, oh, does it have to be Max Verstappen? <laughs> but he's really popular, it turns out. I didn't know he was oh, that popular. Because he's not very popular with us. Him. That's because we're old. Even This is what it's like, Chica. When we started this <laughs> podcast, you were young. And now you realise... Now you're one of us. ...what being old is like. Being old is being completely confused that <laughs> something is popular that's younger than you. Yeah. You just don't understand I'm why he's so popular. Surely, exactly. surely everyone can see that he's a prick. <laughs> You've never heard of the people on the grid and then you Google them expecting to be some nobodies and you find they've got 53 billion views on YouTube. It's like, <laughs> I've never heard of these people. You find out they've been number one for the past four years. Anyway. And then you find out that Alonso is still somehow younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> But, okay, but let's not forget Perez. He also got a podium, but he was miles and miles and miles and miles and miles in third. He was very thirsty. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I haven't got a drink. Would you get me a drink, darling? (laughs) Okay, to be fair, racing around in a hot car without a drink must be a bit annoying, but God, he milked it. Normally it's like, well, they've they've got a slushy machine in their car, and I think it's not like they're literally just an unlimited drink supply. A litre of drink is a kilogram, which in F1 terms is a lot, so I can't believe they have a huge amount of drink for a race. And it's really hot. They have to drink drink it. It's like it's the temperature of tea, apparently, because it gets Mm. heated up by the engine. Why don't they just have tea? I think think Nigel Mansell used to have tea. That'd be great. Did he? Like... Yeah, sugar I think his car ran on tea. A of sugars and dash of milk would be nice. No, I don't have sugar in my well, I, don't, I have had a I cup don't, of tea. I don't normally, but in, a, in an F1 situation, I think you'd want yeah. the extra sort of mmm. Like I haven't had a cup of tea for like a year. Well, you live in the tea world now. I haven't got a kettle. Mm. What? How do you make coffee? With a coffee machine. Mm, fancy. McLaren! We've got to do tea in Germany. 
Ricardo had qualified Norris, made signs sweat and got some decent points. Norris just didn't have much to give. He went from being top of the midfield to Mr. Eighth. What has happened to him and how do you feel about Ricardo's annual Texas sideburns? In order. I don't know if Norris had a shit race or Ricardo had a very good race or a bit of both. Because why could Ricardo sometimes be really good? And then other I think times... he's just got the hang of the car now. So well, I think now he's got the hang Monza, of the car. And then he was shit again afterwards. Yeah. And Monza but, didn't make any know. sense because that was a track where you have to brake lots. And he said it the trouble was with braking. It doesn't make any sense. He's doing better. And also Norris is doing what well. Norris has squandered his opportunity to win a race. I don't think he'll ever win a race. How was it, do you reckon? I reckon that was his chance because he didn't go into the fucking pits. He's a future world champion, though. No, he's not. He's one of those future world champions that won't be a world. He's like, he's, he's Ivan Capelli. Or Scott Speed. No, come on. He's Heike Kovalainen. Sergio Perez. Ooh. I know, he won a race. Antonio Giovinazzi. Um, sideburns. I like them. I don't mind this. I, if we're not going to get the hats that they brought in a few years ago, which I'm still gutted that they don't do, bring back the bloody Texas hats and the Mexican hats. Uh, Honestly, I'm missing the wrestling. I'm missing the wrestling announcements. We mocked it. I, we did mock it, but the thing is, that if they we mocked it because they did it really badly. If they'd have done it well, I'd have been all over it. You don't know what it's you got till it's gone. It's true. There's a song in that. They paved paradise, Terry, <laughs> to put up Cota. <laughs> Ferrari. Turns out the glistening new power unit they treated themselves to was worth the hundreds of thousands of euros it cost. Leclerc had a great run and Sainz probably would have finished in fifth if it wasn't for Ricardo getting dirty. Would you get dirty with Sainz? Wow, that was a segue. I don't think I could. Why? I think he'd want to talk all the way through it. He's too swarthy for my liking. And then is is he'd 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 think he was better than he was. It'd be over quite quickly, yeah. and his cousin would be stood in the doorway That's going, can I have a go? <laughs> <laughs> in the corner of the room, like, yes, Carlos, yes! Vamos, vamos! <laughs> and meanwhile, I'll be there going, oh, I thought you were going to be Charlie Kirk. Hey, that's fine, though. We'll have a go. We'll have a go. Leclerc is, is very good, isn't he? He's very good, Leclerc. Yeah, he was, it's not got a car that's good enough to battle with the top guys, but he's very good. Yeah. yeah, he's doing very well and kind of anonymously good. That's always my favourite driver, where you just yeah, got to go, oh, sneaky, he's sneaky. fourth. Oh, he must, have to, he must have a pit stop to do. No, he's actually fourth. Mm. And he wasn't that far, was he? Oh, Bibs. He wasn't bibs. that far. Bibs, we had, bibs, we had a bibs, tweet bibs, from bibs. the Bibs company. We did have yeah. a tweet from the Bibs company. They, they were having a go at the abortion. Aston Martin. It wasn't a show-stopping performance from Vettel, but it's been years since he's treated us to anything like that. However, looking back, he started in 19th and finished with a point. Did you need to dry your eyes as well? No, I didn't notice. What if he'd started ninth and finished first? That would have been good. Yeah, that would have been good. Right. Just saying. What if my number came up on the Euro Millions? That would have been good. Mm, I think it would change you. I would hope so, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Would you still do, would you'd still do the podcast, but in a gold suit? Yeah, I didn't notice Aston Martin at all. I'll be honest; there was too much. Of, the trouble. With I know this race. isn't new. I know this isn't new, but those Aston Martins look too much like fucking Mercedes on the fucking telly. It's do so they? confusing. Yeah, because they're, they're weird. Their weird green color scheme looks silver on the telly. Right, on my the Mercedes are black. Exactly. Are you color blind? I think you might be color blind. Alphatari. Gasly may have passed Bottas at the start, but he also had to retire due to suspension failure. Boo. Sonoda scored his first points in six races. Yay! 
Now see no. why Sonoda has a contract? No. One good performance no. in a reasonable car is not enough. <laughs> He's, okay, yeah, this race, he was fine. He did like, but but everyone's like, oh, Sonoda did really well. It's like, no, Sonoda didn't have a terrible race, which he <laughs> normally does. He didn't spin in pretty much every session and then finish 19th. So, you know, great, but now do it every race, please. And don't leave it till five races to go before you start doing it. We believed in you, Yuki, and you're letting us down. Alpine! Disappointment is bigger in Texas for Alpine. But during the race, Alonso decided to take on both Alfa Romeos and he lost. What would you do if Alonso picked a fight with you? Oh, easy. I would hold my hand on his forehead and like put him at arm's reach and he'd just like, try and punch me. But he wouldn't be able to reach because he's tiny. Yeah, hmm. I'd lift up my big toe and kick him in the balls. I would say nobody likes Kimoa. He'd break down in tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alpine had a shit race. Alpine had a shit race and I couldn't quite get to the bottom of why it was. It, they were worried about their rear, rear wing. Rear wing, and rear I, wing. Their wheel wing. Wing, wing, and wing. And I couldn't quite figure out what, what they were worried about because they retired both cars with this concern. But like, do, do you just not like it? Does it? Is it going to break? Does it not work properly? What's the deal? Well... I was trying to surprise you, Phil, but the, it ruined it. I um, printed your tweet on the back of the car. Um, <laughs> um, they were getting a lot of aggro, it apparently. It was too, from too the, controversial. From the okay. Republicans. Alfa Romeo. Raikkonen could have had an incredible race if it weren't for him messing it up. Grandad overtook the other Grandad, and it looked like he might get points. He then spat with four laps to go. Do you think it takes Raikkonen a long time to recover from the race, being in his 40s? And I put or, that to you as you are both... Yes. Well, yes. Your yeah, uh, yes, I see where you're going with this, Chica. Yes, almost well, definitely see, it does. Seeing as I live the Berlin party lifestyle and I've got a regime, <laughs> um, I think I find that if Ruckman's anything like me, he'll be fine. But he'll find that he is having to get up in the night to pee more than he used to. <laughs> if he's anything like me, I did a fitness test two days ago and my calves are still absolutely kidding me. And it was less than an hour. So <laughs> I've noticed, actually, while we're on the subject, I have noticed that. I'll have a poo, right? <laughs> then when I've finished and I've wiped and like washed my hands and everything, then I'll need to wee. <laughs> is, is that, that an H thing? Is that, or is that like bowel cancer or something? <laughs> In the UK, I think you hit 40 and you're supposed to have like a free NHS checkup, which I've not had because of COVID, but apparently you can have one. Have you In Germany, you, you get a checkup every year as part Two of the years. 300 a month I spend on oh, health insurance. <laughs> yes, the money you spend, I'd expect that. I expect them to come around no. to your house and do it for you. Yeah. Or come to There's the a lot of things that you get uh, therapeutic. Well, get checked form. out because uh, I'm worried about your your poo wee issue. Okay, I will. I will by the next podcast. I will have a doctor put something in me. Yeah, good. And let us know, Terry. What have you been up to? <laughs> well, I'll let you know if it's good news. I mean, I, I think. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know, chick. I might not make the opening of the next season. <laughs> well, no, no, let us know because we'll have to give Alex Goy ring or you know. I mean, it'd be good for ratings. We'd beat Mr. Apex Ed, wouldn't we? <laughs> if I was dying. Because not what like I'd milk it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking hell, milk that, milk that pity dollar. <laughs> Let's just do it anyway. Yeah, find me a pint. It could yeah, be yeah. my last. Williams. <laughs> Talking of dead things. <laughs> Russell could have been good, but his car was shit. And if Latifi hadn't been taking out his fellow countrymen, then maybe he could have done better. What do you think the future holds for Latifi, other than exile? Oh, he'll keep plodding around at the back he'll never get a better team but he'll keep his seat because he's got money and his dad's a shareholder of the team so and i like him and he seems like and a that's nice, enough he seems like a very nice guy in fact i would say 
of all the drivers that I would, you know, if you say, right, you have to spend a week living with all the drivers, I think he's probably the one that would be the least objectionable. Yeah, I'd live I with agree. Verstappen. No, that'd be a fucking nightmare. I would break him. Oh, no, you I would, wouldn't. I would punch him in his face within the first hour. No, I would psychologically break him. Yeah. You'd, you'd, in fact, you'd do something like you. If I am dying, oh. that's my Winston's wish. You'd like make your you'd make your dinner, and you wouldn't wash up until after your dinner because who the fuck washes up before dinner? And he'd complain about it and call you a fucking idiot really dismissively to all his mates, and he'd just make me want to punch him in the throat. Ooh, we don't wow. need that kind of language, that's, Phil. That's right. Punching the balls. He's got a strong. Okay, he's got a strong throat. He can deal with it. Hey, yes. <laughs> 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 Oh, that was good. Oh, I changed the note. <laughs> good, oh, that, that was good. Tone, yeah. Yeah, yeah, reliably the worst team on the track. However, the boys didn't fight during the race this season on their home turf, so I would say that was a fairly successful weekend for them, even though all 140,000 fans had packed up and gone home by the time they finally finished. I, if they're not, uh, they they are basically the uh, the comedy outfit for me now. If they're not fighting or crashing into each other or doing something objectionable, I don't notice them. Even if this was their home race and they were at the back. And there was the bit at the end when Max Verstappen was trying to lap Mick Schumacher. Oh yes, there was that. In fairness, there was that. That yes. was the only time I did. Noticed you think them. that he was helping him? Because I heard some people going, "Oh, that really helped Hamilton." And I was like, "Oh, that really well, helped. That really helped." Let's uh, wait Verstappen. to my state of F one, shall Ooh. we? All of which brings us to the standings with Terry Saunders. In first place, I'm actually going to win this, aren't I? It's Max Verstappen in second place. I'm actually not going to win this, am I? It's Lewis Hamilton. I'm actually leaving Mercedes, is Bottas. Fourth place, I'm actually doing okay, but I'm thirsty, is Perez. I'm actually missing the first half of this season, is Lando Norris. And I'm actually flying under all radars and being good, is Charlie Kirk. I'm actually not sure how good I am as Carlos Sainz because he's just a bit confused. And I'm actually not shit now, is Daniel Ricciardo in eighth. I'm actually forgetting who I even am is Pierre Gasly. And I'm actually always very angry when I do an answer. I'm actually not believing I want a race. It's Esteban Ocon. And I'm actually just really tired. It's Vettel. I'm actually cash poor, actually, is Lance Stroll. And I'm actually <laughs> as amazed as you are as Yuki Sonoda. I'm actually going to be in a Mercedes. It's George Russell. And I'm actually going to miss George. It's Latifi. I'm 92, you know. It's Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> and I'm actually going to get a haircut. It's Antonio Giovinetti. Hey. And then I thought for the constructors, because they're in America, what state would each Formula One team be? <laughs> it's a Terry Classic. In first place, Mercedes would be Iowa. Boring but important when it comes to decision making. In second place, Hawaii because they like the sea. It's Red Bull. Third place, California because of the oranges. Fourth place, Texas because horses. Ferrari. In fifth place, Canada because France. It's Alpine. In sixth place, Maryland because they are like those shit biscuits from a newsagent. It's Alpha Tauri. In seventh place, New England because old money is Aston Martin. In eighth place, Rhode Island because they're irrelevant. It's Williams. And in ninth place, Florida because it's just broken. It's Alfa Romeo. I mean, it's ironic that the only actual American team in the grid still doesn't have any points and so doesn't feature. And now for the man of the match of driving. Charles Leclerc. Nice Charles Leclerc. Oh. Oh. Mm. And now, in a break with tradition, over to you, Phil. 
Yes, it's the event that you've not been asking for and probably won't want again. It's time for Phil Quiz. The fuck's going on? Uh, Phil Quiz, Phil Quiz, let me fill you full of quiz. I don't, I don't want to be Phil. I've, I've done a quiz. I've done a quiz. I haven't done cheek quiz for ages because cheek is too busy earning a living or something to do cheek quizzes. So I thought I'd do a quiz. I think I speak on behalf of all listeners, but I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's inspired by the 2021 F1 Global Fan Survey, which I know Ooh. you heard of because you actually probably gave away one of the answers earlier. But we're going to press on regardless. This was the largest ever survey of F1 fans compiled by the Motorsport Network, which owns Autosport, and by Nielsen Sport, which owns statistics and more than 167,000 fans responded which means this is the voice of the fan much like us but let's see how in tune we are with the fan i haven't read it for the record so good. i don't know any of these are no, that's really good so uh we've got five questions uh point for a right answer um, do we buzz in uh, mm. you oh, this really this it's, not, it's more, harder than it looks, more isn't it, Phil? quiz business than I've been thinking about. No, I'm going to ask, yeah. I'm going to ask you uh, one at a time, uh, starting with the youngest, which is, I think it's Chica, just slightly. Youngest or looks youngest, but it's Chica. Chica, Chica. yeah. <laughs> so I've got five, five questions, and whoever gets the most point is, uh, is the best F1 fan and knows what the fans want. Question one, who is the most popular driver Worldwide, Chica. Current. I don't think it's current F one driver. Yes, it's current F one driver. That's According interesting. To the fans. We, well, they didn't they say it was Verstappen at the weekend? Did they? Is that your answer? Is it? Max yeah, and that's, I think You're they said Max it the Verstappen weekend. Verstappen is the most popular driver in the world. Oh, I thought they said it was at the weekend, but now I'm doubting that. I'm going to need, um, need to push you for an answer. Okay, okay. Uh, y- yeah, I'm going to go for that, but what my okay. Yeah, go. Okay, and Terry? I think it's Max Verstappen because I reckon the Dutch have gamed it. The answer is Max Verstappen. Oh, you're a stammer. Come on, you know all those fans would have gone that. that is, they'd have been refreshing the survey. That is globally. 167,000 fans. It's actually 10 Dutch teenagers well I've, doing... I've got a little bit more info on you it globally max is the winner followed by lando norris and lewis hamilton in third but lewis is number one in the uk brazil and canada i presume they all remember that oh is that glock moment uh animal older fans lewis is more popular as well it's the youngsters who like verstappen and norris yeah exactly because we're right yeah who do you reckon next who do you reckon four and five not for a point oh, just kimmy reichen and alonso no wrong on both counts Ricardo and Leclerc. Ricardo and Fell. Fell. Yeah. Four and five. Yeah. Fuck off. Four and five. Who are these? Who are these fucking? <laughs> do they know? Do they think they know? <laughs> we waited this long fucking before we public. got a word. Amazing. Right. Hmm. Question two. That's it's like a point. Brexit all over again. Point each so far. Question two. Who's the most popular team? We'll go Terry first this time. Oh, that's actually quite a hard one. Because I don't think Mercedes are popular. I don't think anyone likes. Right. I'm going to go McLaren. I think Ferrari because it'll have diehard Ferrari fans. Oh yeah, you're probably right. Okay, the answer is McLaren. Oh, oh well done, fans! First time ever that Ferrari hasn't been number one. Uh, it's McLaren, oh, good. followed by Red Bull, probably driven by the Max Factor, followed mm. by Ferrari. Um, so that is now two-one Terry. 
I'm always good at quizzes. Yeah, this is it. Question they know what it's like, Chica, to be beaten by me. Question <laughs> three. How old is the average F1 fan? Closest wins. We'll start with Chica. Mm. Average, 42. Okay. I'm going to go young because I'd say it should be older, but there's a lot of new fans because of the Netflix effect. But I don't think it's going to have got down that much. I think it's going to be 36. The answer is 32. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh, your age, Chica. Yeah, which is 31, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that's down four years since 2017. Used to that's be impressive. So, yeah, that's oh. uh, probably what you said, the, the internet and... To Netflix and all that modern jazz driving the The one thing I knew in life is that as I got older, I become more of a regular Formula One fan and more right wing. And actually, I'm more left wing and I'm now an irrelevant Formula One yeah. fan. I'm an anachronistic dinosaur. But that doesn't mean that we're a good cross section because we're both older than the average fan and Chica's younger than the average fan. And so I'm very right wing. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Borderline fascist. Question <laughs> four. What, according to fans, are the four most popular races? So I wanted to pick four races from the calendar. I'll give you a point oh. for each one you get right. I, I will remember start, four races. Start with Terry. Belgium. God, he's going to get Okay. That's one. I need another, another one. Do you want another three. one from yeah, me? Yeah, four from you. Oh, all from me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Monza, Silverstone, Monaco. Okay. I'm going for the classics like an old man would. None of your new shit. None of your fucking Dutch Grand Prix, because that's where Max Verstappen's from. None of your Abu Dhabi. None of your, oh, oh, Singapore is all lit up. None of that shit. Old tracks that are good. All right. Because that's what they used to be like back when I had hair. You've got more hair than I've ever seen you with. Mm. Okay. For a lot of men Chica, my age are bowling. Chica, what, what so, tracks wait, are you going for? As in, that have already happened. That just are on the calendor. <laughs> Are on the calendar. No, just in tracks that have tracks that don't exist yet. Ah, cool. <laughs> Alpha Centauri. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the moon. Um, okay. Uh, right. Um, you can pick the same as Terry's, or you can pick your own. Whatever you want. I don't want the same as I don't want the same as Terry. Damn um, right, because it means you're going to lose. Okay. I'm going to go for Singapore. Okay. I'm going to go favorite. for Silverstone. Millennial. Shut up. I'm going to go for Silverstone. Yeah. I'm going to go for Monaco. And I'm going yeah. to go for... Uh... Sales? Stint, stint, shush. Borrow. Shush. Um, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Italy. Italy. Monza. All right. So I can reveal at the end of that round, Chica, you have scored three points out of four. Terry, you've scored oh, four points off. out of four. Yeah. Terry has got them Hang on a minute. Wait, Hang on oh. a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Terry got, what all, you got three of them. What are the four most popular races? Terry, you got all four of them right. Chica got three of them right. Because why did you put Singapore in there? Because that's a silly answer. The answer was Monza Spa, Silverstone and Monaco. Good. So they like McLaren and they like the right tracks, but they also like Max Verstappen. Okay, Weird. we can do a bit of work with these kids, but they're getting they're getting there yes. all right. So going into the last question, um, uh, Chica can't win it. It's seven four to Terry, but nevertheless, question five: seven percent more fans agreed than didn't agree that what improved the show in twenty twenty one. 
Brexit. <laughs> okay. One show. Actually, first, first, first uh, answer from Chica, please. The, the general I'm F1 sorry. show. The general concept of F1 was improved by what? According to seven percent more fans than said it didn't improve it. I don't understand. What no, was I, it? there was no. a thing that happened in 2021, and they asked people whether they thought it improved COVID. the show or not, and seven percent more <laughs> than didn't agree agreed that this was a fans. positive thing. Fans. fans. You thought that fans improved the show. <laughs> yeah. That's your answer. It's fans. Brexit. 7% more fans agreed that fans Bre- improved the show than didn't. Okay? My, my answer is Brexit. Your answer Brexit. is Brexit. Okay, no points to anyone. The answer was sprint qualifying. Oh, all right. People, Boring. that was this year. People, yeah, so I said last year. I said, said 2021, which is this year. Is it? Oh, God, I really thought it was 2022 then. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, I've been following these new cars that we've got. No, apparently it's been been... qualifying. Everybody likes it. Well, 7% I've not more been following people like it. Like That's not 7% everyone. more people like it than don't like it. That's what Good. they've said. I actually sat in on the press conference that they had for this, which was online. So it was like me and some proper F1 journalists and Stefano Dominicali sitting there talking stats. Lots of fun. I didn't say anything. I just sat there with my video off. But... Um, it was interesting and they were like yeah it's pretty qualifying we're going to see lots more of it but not every race mm. um, and they were quite surprised only that Hamilton 7% of the races they were quite surprised that Hamilton wasn't the most popular driver me too that's Aww. the end of my quiz Way. Well, it was a very successful quiz because Thanks. I won again yeah. well I always win the well quiz 7-4 oh now we can go back and- to whatever bullshit features you've got lined up and now it's time for the state of F1 with Terry Saunders I've said it before and I'll say it again, but I am sick of the blue flag whining that's getting in the way of some really nice slash nasty racing. On the final lap of the race, Max was whining for Mick Schumacher to get out of the way, yelling to the radio, tell Michael, which I think is a bit of a mean thing to do, dobbing him into his dad. (laughs) (laughs) But two blue flags and jerk out of the way is such a dull way to end a race. And not to pull the old man rag, but it was better in the old days when the front runners had to actually get past the back markers using skill and not the radio button. But don't worry, I have a solution. Yes, they won't want to give up on the whining setting on the steering wheel easily, so instead I propose a whining ranking powered by AWS, seeing as they don't seem to be doing much these days. Over the course of a season, the more a driver whines about someone getting in the way, the more blue flags a backmarker is allowed to ignore before a penalty. So a nice Bottas type could scythe through the field, but Hamilton and Verstappen and Alonso will have to use their racecraft to barge by, which means it should actually even things out and be the same as ever because they're better at racing than Bottas. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worth a go. I, I hadn't realised until he'd mentioned it. We haven't had anything from AWS in the last couple of races. What's happened to them? Is that they're all up in space, aren't they, on that big penis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is it from us. It is goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about Nico Hulkenberg, who's driven in the D car. I haven't read the article. I don't know how he did, but he drove one. And to Terry Saunders. We haven't had time to talk about Roman Grosjean, who's doing very well. We'll be back in two weeks to discuss the Mexican Grand Prix in Mexico. But in the meantime, check out our Facebook page, which is no longer called Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash for F1 sake. And follow us on Twitter at for F1 sake. Terry, where can people buy merch? They can buy merch at ff1s.com dash forward slash merch, merch, merch. Shop, 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 Thanks for listening. See you in a fortnight. I've been G-Graz. Goodbye. Bye.
Podcast Network.